It'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this August 30th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, and Avery. Oh my gosh, Dylan Bishop. Joining us today for this first you segment, you gotta start wearing a name tag for him, Dylan. Avery's not Avery's not coming back, Spencer. As as much as you keep trying I just to manifest get, it, no, I just gotta get used to having a fourth person on the show because Avery was the fourth person on the show for almost the whole summer. Well, Avery's I, been I'm flattered for a while. Yeah, a month. Yeah, I'm flattered to be compared to the great Avery Newport. Though. A month, but Dylan was on like here and there. He hasn't been on every single day. I'm getting better though. I mean, they do look. Very similar. They both went to Shepherd. Yeah. They're We're both so graduates of Shepherd really University. The yep. Because one's a Terp fan and one's a, I don't even know what fan are you. What college fan are you? WVU. Oh. Didn't you say they're going to lose, though? No. I didn't say anything like that on the air, Spencer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. So sponsored in part by Brown <laughs> Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family owned full service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Uh, volleyball. The sports doctor, no longer the sports doctor diagnosing volleyball. That is true. It will be Dylan taking my place for volleyball play-by-play since I've moved on to football play-by-play just to keep my uh, sanity intact as much as possible during my time working here. But I think Dylan's in a good spot. He will be able to find success uh, in his first day by or play-by-play debut. I almost said debut-by-debut play and mix things up and you can I tell think my uh, sanity sleep, is slightly dropping <laughs> yeah but no nah, i think dylan will do a great job with a uh, gym tonight for muscleman spring mills well hopefully because i've legitimately never done play-by-play before other than the soapbox derby we did like a month or two ago so and you did good yeah, so you shouldn't so. have admitted that on air it's yeah, okay no. honesty is good maybe okay. you should start being more honest on air what are we talking about? This is you not an intervention. All right. Well, before we get on the Dylan show, Dylan has integrity. Hold on. Before well, we get in the show, I want to give a special either. shout out. I'm an open book. Before we get in the show, I want to give a special shout out. Happy birthday to my dad. All right. Happy hopefully birthday. He's watching. Mr. Dubois. Mr. Happy Dubois. birthday. Yeah. Did hopefully you get him a watching. cake? I didn't buy Happy him a birthday. cake. Why not? Because uh, I was actually going to spend some time over there on the weekend, but my mom had COVID really bad. Wow. Well, so hopefully she's feeling up. better. Yeah, I think she's starting to feel a little bit better. That's I'm going to see him this weekend, though. Um, but, yeah, now let's get into some more some volleyball. Uh, tonight's matchup, specifically, the eight-time state champion, Muscleman Appleman. Uh, Lady Appleman? No, just go Muscleman Appleman. The Muscleman Appleman at the Spring Mills Cardinals. Uh, and we know head coach Sean Marsh, legendary head coach there at Spring, or, excuse me, at Muscleman. And uh, a newer head coach for um, – the Spring Mills Cardinals in the last couple of years. Yeah, Haley Wolf being uh, second-year head coach now for the Cardinals. They're losing a lot. Uh, Jim was talking about it on Eastern Panhandle Talk this morning. So you got to always – I compare it because the two teams have had success. I like comparing just for people that aren't familiar with the volleyball sport and schools around the area and the program that Musselman has – to Martinsburg football because they both win. They've had Musselman side eight state championships for volleyball. Martinsburg nine well, they state were, championships. They were tied there for like a like couple weeks span last year. That is true. I mean, they are both really good programs with great coaching and great players. So my comparison is when you go up against those teams, you basically have to play a perfect game if you want to stand a chance. And obviously – that's nearly impossible. I mean, you've seen it a couple times with Hedgesville volleyball-wise getting a few sets here and there, but they've never really been able to knock off Musselman at any point in time. And Musselman, I think, will be a good team again this year. And I know even this week after this uh, for Spring Mills, I'll let Dylan talk about it more because I don't want to steal the limelight from him since this is his time now to shine with volleyball. They're going down to the Tournament of Champions in Florida this week. 
Yeah, you said they're going to be a good team. I think they're going to be a great team. They're always a great team, the legendary program there. And I think when you have a build-up program like that, it, everybody says it for every darn sport. They're not rebuilding. They retool. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how this uh, season is going. I mean, they're losing a you know, a few pretty key players from last year, like Caroline Shipley was kind of their one of their setters, leading assister. Uh, she's now down at Shepard, who also looks like a great volleyball team this year. I th- believe they are ranked number one in the Atlantic region right now by record, but some of that's they just because they are 5-0. and oh. Yes, they've... After a weekend, the Ram Rumble this past weekend. Yeah, Coach Alex down there has had them starting off really well. Uh, like, a few seasons in a row, they start out with, you know, a really good record, undefeated for, you know, 15 to 20 games. But for Musselman, they're losing Caroline Shipley and Sadie Wright and Madigan Faircloth, among some others. But they're bringing back uh, Matt, or, excuse me, the Hannah Howard, the, ha- the hammer, Hannah Howard, and uh, Bella Hunsler and Addison Walker, who were uh, number two in blocks and assists for them. So Plus, they, they rotate in a lot of players. I remember watching their team last year. There was a lot of players, some sophomores that seemed to have got some time and, uh, you know, freshmen or two. So they have that experience of, you know, sometimes they, they're in the – the third set and they just kind of like coach marshall rotate some of his players in and out which i think is good when you're de- when you're a, when you have a program and that's part of the development of it is hey we're probably going to sweep this team let's uh let's you know just throw in some players get them some playing time right yeah that's always a good idea any sport and because they could be successful when on they're on the court yeah any sport any level that's a good thing to do if you know that you kind of have that advantage where you can get up early on a team pretty much with with your starters it's good that you can mix in some rotation players some young players to get them some time in and when you're at that's how they've gotten to this level they get those players some experience those freshmen and sophomores and by the time they're juniors and seniors they they know exactly what to do and then when it comes to spring mills i should say uh it's only second year coach like colin like colin said Haley wolf uh the two seasons prior they had two seasons that were uh, pretty good under the previous coach if i uh, it's a uh, 37 14 and 4 was their record in the last two years before 2021 when Haley wolf came in it's you know spring mills in general is a young program when it comes to every sport so i mean they've only been around like eight years so there's a 10 years 10 years isn't it 2012 i believe so yeah this is yeah, their 10th year their 10th uh, 10 now. years okay so, I mean, still, don't, that's... Just, I just wanted, you know, you're a little newer around here. just wanted to correct you so people don't correct you in the comments. Right. Yeah, I probably just miscounted when I was looking. But, yeah, 10 years. So, I mean, it's not a surprise that they haven't really built up uh, programs in a lot of sports. I mean, those two seasons prior to Coach Wolf were the only two winning seasons uh, listed for uh, Spring Mills Volleyball. Got, so I should have just... I should have just had Jim on the show. He's commenting on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> M- McCoy is one to watch. It is very and true. And she will run McCoy opposite well. of Howard. Uh, and then that, that was on Musselman's side. And then on for Spring Mill's side, Wolf played for Emily Crabtree, whom I coached against. Williamsport has won three, mm-hmm. has won a ton of championships. Wolf brings the pedigree to the table. Yeah, I think that first year, though, they kind of struggled a little bit, went under 500. Uh, four and four and ten, two and six in region play. I think for a first year coach at a still a program that's building, that's you know you're not going to have success right away unless you real something drastic happens. So it's not surprising, but I'm looking forward to the volleyball season. Colin, you're going to be running camera tonight. It's going to be weird for you. It is going to be weird, but I'll <laughs> we were do talking my about best that to, yesterday. Yeah, it's going to be weird because I feel like walking in there, people are going to be like, wait. You announced last year, but you moved on, so you can't announce, but yet you can still work it. I, I don't know. It, it's okay. With hey, me. I know one I, I person. Still think in, we're in good hands. One person so in particular uh, was not so happy that you weren't doing volleyball it's anymore. Phil. It's Phil McCoy. I, know, I saw him at the youth fair at the beginning of the month. There's always those. That that's don't a good like thing, change, Colin. That's a good thing, Colin. But when change comes, hopefully it's for the better. Yeah. And I think in both instances that we've had change here at Talk Radio, WRNR, it has been, hopefully. That might be just my opinion. Well, we've had more than two there. instances of change, Colin. We always have change for the better. 
You know, Colin, <laughs> that sounds a little selfish. There, he's just talking about that change. He's not talking about the change that you and I Dylan. came in last year. You didn't know which changes I was talking about, so maybe you were it's your talking about or thinking of the ones that I was. No, you you were having the near minded, near mm-hmm. near sighted mindset. That. You know what they say when you assume, Spencer? They say something that I'm not going to say on the air. Are you allowed to say those words on air? I mean, you can, you can hey, say it on Stephen say it. A. Smith's Twitter hey, page. Hey, 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 not. we've got more. Uh, we've got more stuff on this Facebook comments from one Phil, Phil McCoy. Another note: Bolliard for Spring Mills is Ada McCoy's best friend. They played travel ball together. Wow! Along with Ashley Fox. So those are some notes to that? write down to talk about during the game. Thanks, Phil, for the uh, comment on the show there. Uh, but again, volleyball tonight gets our action started on TV 10. We'll have quite a few. I'm going to re-put out our schedule. There's some some changes have been made to these school schedules that don't reflect in our schedule. So I'm going to work on getting a revised schedule where some games have changed that uh, were specifically on a date that got moved or they had to get moved. Some teams want to go to some different tournaments. So, uh, you know, just like their schedule, our schedule has changed. So I will put that out here in the next day or two. Uh, but tonight, it'll all get started at 545 with the pregame show. 6 p.m. JV, 7 p.m. Varsity. Looking forward to it. Let you go soccer? We're going to switch up to soccer now? I think we've got Isn't some stuff to talk about. that what you wanted to do? Yeah, we've got stuff to talk about local soccer, uh, specifically Martinsburg, Uh both teams get a win last night, but specifically for the girls' team, it was an emotional night. Nick, did you uh, did you see the article by Rick Kozlowski? I did, and uh, you know, a good win for both boys and girls last night, and a emotional win. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read too much into it, Spencer, but um, you know, a good win for Martinsburg, and I think now they're one and one on the girls' side, so. Uh, you could probably provide more details than I could. Yeah, it was an emotional night as Martinsburg paid tribute to longtime school employee Bev Myers, a former coach of the Bulldogs and the mother of current head coach Katie Myers. Bev Myers lost her fight against cancer in May, and uh, they're paying tribute. I do believe football is also paying tribute this year. They have – let me try to go find the helmet sticker. They have – Yes, they have Bev on it. Yeah saw that they wore that for uh, the week one game against Salem there on the side of the helmets so yep uh but uh I mean, i'm trying to track down these scores it's it's very hard to track down some soccer scores probably have this, more around the area. this week uh gotta have well, the coach sherman on to talk about that one four to one over st james i believe the girls score was two one last night yeah i'm trying to find i thought there was a bunch of scores here but I can't find any of these scores. i got to do better trying to find those scores. But uh, if you have scores for soccer games around the area last night, put them in the Facebook comments, and we'll talk about them on the show. Uh, we're trying to figure out a system to get all these to uh, do, kind of like an Eastern Panhandle sports report that will air at the beginning, right before we go on the air, uh, that we're, we're working toward here, just to keep it local and uh, talk about all the sports that we don't always get a chance to talk about on the show. Yeah, I mean, we can only cover so many things on TV 10 live. And, uh, you know, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to track down those scores because teams don't update stuff. So we're trying to maybe figure out something that can allow us to at least get those scores out there so then all of the athletes get that coverage that we typically spend a lot of time on with football, you know, boys and girls basketball uh, and baseball and softball is kind of, where we do the majority of our broadcast and then volleyball of course as well in the fall uh but just don't get into soccer's the track and fields as much so we we like play, to do they that play it's so just, much it's we tough. just can't track down all the scores yeah and so if you realistically the comments, I, I just don't know how we'd be able to broadcast some of those things too yeah with all the other stuff we have going on yeah well that will do it for this first segment of the sports mix sponsored in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more we'll have more on today's edition of the sports mix after this two minute break you're tuned in the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 back in two minutes. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. 
we will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axel Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed sealed and delivered from Hagerstown Ford ever try to collect on an insurance claim perhaps a homeowner's claim auto accident or fire insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen and when it does they don't want to pay or they offer too little at mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. After putting a beat down on the Salem Spartans, the Martinsburg Bulldogs are hungry for more. Snap to Clement. He'll keep it himself. Go up the middle. Break a few tackles. He's at the 50 to the outside. 35, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Murphy Clement. This week, standing in the way of Martinsburg's state title defense is the Musselman Appleman. Tune in at 6 p.m. this Friday night for the game right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this Tuesday, August 30th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and DV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. Dylan, back to the other side of the glass to make some final prep for his volleyball play-by-play debut tonight. Again, 6 p.m. JV match, 7 p.m. varsity match, 545 pregame show on TV10. WRNR TV on YouTube as Musselman travels up to Spring Mills to take on the Lady Cardinals. We'll have that for you on TV 10 WR and our TV on YouTube. But uh, we'll turn our attention to the NFL world as today is a day that uh, has many things that can happen. It could be the day that somebody's life changes forever. They make the team. They uh, you know go from not thinking they were going to make the team at all to, wow, I'm on an NFL Final 53 or a player that gets cut but stashed on a practice squad that his dreams can still live on. Or for a lot of players, unfortunately, their NFL dreams come to an end. And uh, there's a lot of cuts being trickled out here as 4 p.m. is the deadline. Some teams started on Sunday after their their final preseason game on Saturday. Uh, some teams, though, are now starting to do them today only there's a lot of the commanders news one specific one we want to pass along to you is dewan neal uh shepherd alum fortunately has been cut from the team but they want to put him onto the practice squad so unless he gets signed by another team he'll uh tomorrow this evening we'll head to the practice squad for the commanders um the move so far for the commanders i don't think the list is done seven to go as of an hour ago from ben standing of the athletic uh Includes Dewan Neal, linebacker Colequiel Hudson, cornerback Danny Johnson, Corn Elder, Stephen Parker. Those are all DBs. Uh, one shocking one is uh, defensive end William Bradley King, defensive tackle Justin Hamilton, wide receiver Matt Cole, uh, D tackle Tyler Clark, D end Jacob Ponsick, tight end Jake Hossman, linebacker Trey Walker, D back. Farad Gardner, two receivers in Kyrick McGowan and Mark and Michael. A uh, few O-linemen, including uh, Wes Martin, who they brought back. They want him on the practice squad, along with John Tooth. They want him on the practice squad as well. But that's uh, they got seven to go to the commanders, go from 80 to 53. And then I believe it's a 15-man practice squad, uh, if that is correct. Um, they got some tight ends to sort out, Colin. Yes, they do, because you expect them to keep uh, 
Logan Thomas on there, even though he's hurt. They already got no, rid Logan of... Thomas is back. Yeah, he's I mean, questionable. He's still he's questionable. He's probably going to play. Uh, you see. got your two other ones in uh, Cole Turner, the rookie. He'll probably play along with um, John Bates. They're all back at practice this week, so they've got two full weeks to practice. So there's your guys. Yeah, but you need probably need a fourth guy right now because you don't know if Thomas is going to play. Yeah, and uh, maybe one of those other guys doesn't play. So, Ar- Armani Wa- Rogers, do they want to keep him? He's he transitioned from tight from quarterback to tight end this last year. Do you think he can make the team? Uh, that could be a big thing. But uh, Devin Asasi, I believe is how you say his name, has been informed by the Patriots of his release. Uh, he's a tight end. So maybe the commanders go with him. I believe O.J. Howard was cut as well. Yes, I saw that. Sorry, I was in mid-yawn too while I was talking there. But also uh, running backs. they got to figure out what they're going to do at running back. They're still trying to get word on uh, – on Brian Robinson, who was, in fact, released from the hospital yesterday, did get that news late last night that he was released from the hospital. He's supposed to be in the building today consulting with the medical personnel, uh, which is really, really good to hear. Yeah, that's true that he uh, was released. I think they're expecting to put him on to be uh, – can't remember what they called the list. Not football, non-football injury. injury, which means you'll yeah. miss the first four to say, games. It's not the pup list, but it's basically the same – yeah, so, just a different list. Because it's both four games and... But, you know, you mentioned those lists, and I think that makes things kind of interesting because just because you get cut doesn't mean you won't be on the final 53. They just have to take some of those guys and put them on the IR or and those lists. And next list. thing you know, you can come right back. And then back they on. might add somebody back. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how that develops for a few teams. And you'll see some surprising names get released, I think, too. So... Uh, kind of have another wave of free agency for some of those veterans that get cut and could maybe help another team out that's less uh, deep at that position so for example the Ravens have uh, pretty much all but signed Kenyon Drake he just needs to pass a physical he got cut by the Raiders Ravens are a little bit thin at running back so it seems like a good fit so he'll be with them I'm sure the commanders are going to be in the market maybe for running back now because as we mentioned, Robinson obviously not going to be able to play for at least the first few weeks of the season. And, uh, you know, Antonio Gibson's had his struggles, so they might be looking for a running back as well unless they believe in Jared Patterson and some of those other guys. We'll just I have think to wait you'll and be see. fine. I think you got Patterson. You got McKissick. Phillip Lindsay was cut by the Broncos. He hasn't been good in years. Yeah. No, He's on I'm the just... Broncos again? You mean the Texans? No, he... Or Colts, excuse Colts. me. Colts. Okay. I was going to say. He, Sorry, he there's so. I'm the going through well. like Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero. I'm going through their Gibson Twitter. and give him a chance running back wise. I know a lot of people are concerned, obviously, and even I am with him and his issues with fumbling. But I still think he's a top guy or can be a top guy. His ceiling's so high that I think it's foolish not to give him a chance. It just seems like he's like so far in the doghouse at this point with Ron Rivera and the Commanders. Um, but then again, they didn't they didn't release him or anything like that, so they at least have some confidence. It just it, it's been very weird how they've handled. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Gibson situation because they clearly demoted him, and typically when you see something like that, they try to move you because at that point your your confidence might be a little bit shot with the current team. Uh, but they've they've kind of held on to him and still kind of shown a little bit of belief in Antonio Gibson. So I agree with you. I think he's a talented player, uh, just has had these issues with the fumbles. And obviously that's a big issue. I mean, you can't be giving up the football. But the only way to build up a guy's confidence and get him better is getting those reps. Yeah. And so you either got to believe in him or you got to yeah. let him go. There can't be an in-between, and that, as I agree with you, is where Washington and I feel like is at right now is with Gibson is somewhere in between there, and that just seems foolish and doesn't work. You either got to be like, all right, he's our guy. We got to put him out there, and hopefully he stops fumbling. We got to have in practice some type of drills to help with that, make him stronger or change the way he holds the ball or something to get it to stop. Or if you feel like it's going to continue to be an issue, you caught him. Yeah, or try to trade him if somebody has any interest. But I don't know if anybody would at this point. Um, 
one guy that has made. But the at this team. point, I think Gibson's their their lead back because McKissick's yeah. not going to be a bell cow. You know, he's not going to be able to. About to say, that's what I saw whenever we were drafting for our league. McKissick was questionable. I think. So I don't know how McKissick I think is. Gibson is going to be Gibson is going to be the guy right now, just because of the situation that it's in. Unless they go to the waiver wire and pick somebody up, which I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Unless they trust in Jarrett Patterson and McKissick. And maybe Jonathan Williams. Jonathan Williams is a veteran that's on that team. Uh, but a guy that surprisingly made the cut, not surprisingly, I guess, but he's gone up and down. He's been cut four times in five years is Jeremy Reeves, the safety. Mm-hmm. He's been up and down on the roster. He's been on the practice squad, off the practice squad, was a free agent for a couple of weeks, came back. Uh, he has made this team. And I think he's just show, he shows you what grit is to, to kind of stay on that because you get cut by a team and maybe you're just you want to be done with football. But obviously he has he's not done with football. And he, he's come back and he's shown that he wants to stay that way and, and stay in on the team or, you know, stay on the practice squad, get those reps. Uh, but I think the obviously cornerback, they're going to have to do something there. They're, they're going to have to do something there, bring somebody in. Linebacker, they, they've cut one of their draft picks from last year that was a mid-round pick in Coleco Hudson. Uh, I don't know. Jamin Davis doesn't seem like he's ready to be the lead guy. I don't there. know. Everybody around social media and the team was liking Davis so far this preseason. So I don't know. Let's turn our attention now to the Steelers. Uh, they're going to keep three quarterbacks unless they try and trade somebody. Unless they try and trade. Yeah, they're going to keep three. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's weird to see that you keep three quarterbacks on your active roster. It's, Although the commanders will do that this year as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's not super common anymore to see the three quarterbacks on the active roster, but they really don't have much of a choice. I don't think Mason Rudolph, which would be the guy you would trade, uh, is going to have any real trade market because at best he's a second-string quarterback. So what are you really going to do with Rudolph? I don't think you cut him because I think he's still – a decent enough player that you want him on your roster and a team would pick him up for free agency but i don't think they would trade a pick for him uh so and plus he knows the system he's the only guy on the team that's been there for more than you know a few months so uh, he knows the system really well and he probably is their second string quarterback yeah and he's he's looked serviceable so i i think they're quarterbacks but it it does maybe create a a little bit more thin at some other positions it's pittsburgh they they always seem to figure it out and get winning records i feel like they've been keeping three quarterbacks though for a long time because i mean they had dobbs and rudolph and roffensberger for a while and then they had duck yeah yeah they they always seem to have three was there were any of them on the practice squad hodges probably was at one point yeah and he could have been brought the, up. I think they Dobbs. could have got away with putting Dobbs on the practice squad. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Eagles trade for a defensive back, Gardner Johnson, from the Saints. Uh, that seems to be kind of big news right now. Uh, they send the Saints. Oh, it's not only Gardner Johnson and Chauncey Gardner, Gardner Johnson and the Saints 2025 seventh-round pick for a 2023 fifth-round pick and the worst of their two sixth-round picks in 2024, according to Adam Schefter, um, bolstering their defensive backcourt are the Eagles. Yeah, it's a decent move. Uh, The Saints, with bringing in Tyron Matthew, who's a pretty similar player to Gardner-Johnson, I think that maybe created a little bit of an opportunity to move on from him. And, uh, you know, Philly has kind of had a weak secondary over the years so not really surprising that they go out and make this move um obviously it'll maybe be a few weeks before gardner johnson's ready to understand all the concepts understand the defense completely but i think that's a decent pickup for them and kansas city has released wide receiver josh gordon you got to think this was probably his last stop last stop and he's done yeah which is unfortunate because I think Josh Gordon had a ton of talent. Uh, but he wasted away by being dumb. Yeah, and while I don't necessarily agree with the suspensions he got in terms of you know one year compared to what we've seen with some of these other suspensions for what he did versus what other people have done, uh, it was against the league policy. So, um, you know, it, it, 
it's unfortunate though because like I said I think he had a ton of talent he showed some really good seasons when he was on the field uh not over the past couple of years but back in you know the day with Cleveland and stuff had you know a huge year for them so it's just you know a waste of talent essentially there with Josh Gordon so it's disappointing but it kind of you saw it coming is not really been productive since the suspensions you just thought that maybe it could have been a good place for him there in kansas city but ultimately it wasn't yeah maybe it was though because we haven't heard anything about him you know having these drug issues that is true uh one final thing got the news late yesterday evening uh jimmy garoppolo has restructured his contract with the 49ers he will remain with them no trade clause and he's, he also has a clause in there that he cannot be franchise tagged next year. His deal goes down to being worth up to $6.5 million in fully guaranteed base salary. Uh, another $500,000 in roster bonuses and playtime bonuses could boost it to nearly excuse me, $9 million for up to a total of $16 million if all the bonuses are reached. Uh, kind of surprising here that uh, they're going to keep him. I'm more surprised that Jimmy G wanted That's or what I'm I guess saying. said like, yes to that. Like that all this it's came a, together. It's a smart move by the 49ers, I think, because now obviously with the restructured contract, you got a guy like Jimmy G, the backup, your guy that you do want in Trey Lance, and once the season's done, you don't have to worry about him. He will go to free agency. You don't have to pay him for this season if you trade him or the My thought, old contract that he had him. as well. He's all got a no trade clause. For well, he season. can be traded. He just has to agree to it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would. Think I'm not that, saying I think trade him a, next season. I'm I, saying free he agency. He can't. He's a free agency. Exactly. That's what ends. I said. So no, no, my thought is it'd be interesting. You can't trade him. Well, they could. Just what, he just has to. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be interesting come the trade deadline and maybe you nah. know where some teams are if they've lost a quarterback but they're still in contention. Yeah, I could definitely see him getting dealt if that scenario were to happen. But uh, there were scenarios where he would have been cut right out of camp. Yeah, but I, I think but obviously overall, I think it's better for the 49ers to hold on to him than to release him mm-hmm. because yeah. – Trey Lance is a mobile quarterback. We know that mobile quarterbacks have a higher likely to get injured is number one. And number two, he's a veteran that knows the system. He can still help Trey Lance develop back. So I think it's a good move. If they didn't get a trade offer that they liked, why not hold on to Jimmy G? Or if the Trey Lance experiment is not as good as they think it's going to be, they That's can true. always just go back to Jimmy G. That is very true. Uh, it seems to be, unless there's kind of any breaking news on cuts, that uh, that seems to be where we're at at this moment. I was moment. about to say, all I got was a list of 25 players and three on the IR so far. For one somewhat notable one from yesterday, Washington. the Ravens released Tony Who? Jefferson, but not a huge news. I uh, Actually, we've got breaking news. Jarrett Patterson has been released. Dang it. He's been added to the list. Yep, I see that now. Well, as they just announced Collins it. fantasy team as well. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> we'll see if he gets picked up. I feel like yeah, maybe. He, he he's going to go on. Patterson. He's going to go on the uh, practice squad. I don't know. I feel like he could be a good scat back. They got Alex Aronson. Not surprised season. there. He had a good preseason, though. But they, they're keeping Dax Mill to be their punt and kick returner is what it appears. Uh, five tight ends. Why are you keeping five tight ends? What you, do you need do you, five tight ends for? I think it's a week one thing. I don't even think they make it to week one. I think it's is your guys Cole Turner, Logan Thomas, and John Bates. Are they going to be healthy enough to play? Because they're returned to practice, but that doesn't mean you can play. They haven't played all preseason long. I think that's the big key is they may not even – and again, it's just the initial 53. It's not the final 53. If there's a guy they see, they could cut. Um, but uh, five – so Armani Rogers makes it along with Hodges, which is kind of interesting. You got to wonder when this practice squad's going to come out. Um, is that tomorrow or later this evening? I can never remember. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know if they're all down to fifty-three yet, but uh, it's interesting. Interesting that they've cut Jarrett Patterson with the running back situation, which that could be a good situation because that could mean that Brian Robinson is back sooner than later, but we obviously don't know I yet. I doubt that. It was his legs. That's the, the scary thing. Mm-hmm. 
maybe if it wasn't a leg, it wouldn't be as bad for his position because his position is obviously for running the ball. I don't know. You also got to carry it, so you don't want him to be shot in the arm. You don't want to get shot at all. Yes. So. I don't know, but that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinetton Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living, and his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. You go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk some college football here. Also, surprising PGA Tour departure to the live. That comes out, came out this morning. Talk about that and more when we return on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. We're now accepting new patients at all four convenient locations in Martinsburg. Shepherdstown and Winchester. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. After an incredible run to the national semifinals, the Shepherd University football team is back in action for another thrilling season on TV10. Five seconds, throws, Enzo got Tarek! He got a foot in! Wow! Touchdown, Shepherd! Join us on Thursday, September 1st at 5.30 as the Rams kick off their season in New Haven, Connecticut against Southern Connecticut State. Right here on Comcast Channel 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. We get the uh, some more players departing for the live, including Open Champion cam smith i believe he just won the open right i believe so yeah yeah this is this keeps getting interesting and interesting that these big time players are leaving for the live i mean when it's tens to hundreds of millions of dollars it's kind of hard to say no it is hard to say no but you just i don't know i just feels like the integrity of golf is getting taken away that's my take on it i don't know if it's the integrity yeah, what's changed about the integrity in your mind? They're all about the money. Everybody's always about the money. That's the way the world works. I was about to say. So are you of the same opinion for all sports? Perhaps. Okay. I don't know. That's just kind of shocking to me. It it's kind of shocking to me that uh, all these guys, even like that they're just the late additions. Like I thought that I don't. I just didn't really think the live was going to make it. I don't well, think the live was going to make it. all along. They got so much money. I mean, but where the, nobody's watching them? Who's watching them? They will. There's people be. watching them. They don't get the. They're not on TV. They're streaming. Yeah, but they're not. They're streaming on YouTube, like not YouTube TV. It's not much of a difference. I mean, there's so many people that go to YouTube. I think it will be bigger for Live once it does actually get a TV contract, though, because. They might not even want one. Yeah, but the golf audience tends to be older people. That's what I'm saying. So they're going to want to watch it on, you know, their cable channels. Yeah. So 
it might be more appealing to them that way. But I mean, people are cutting the cable cord, so I don't know if it's a huge deal for them or not. Is Liv going to come to West Virginia? There's a question, right? I know. They're at the Greenbrier. It'll be interesting, uh, but let's turn our attention to college football here as we're getting ever so closer to opening night uh, for both the Shepherd Rams and the West Virginia Mountaineers. We'll start with the Shepherd Rams, and we're out at the Neon Moon last night, joined by head coach Ernie McCook, as we will be every week, along with quarterback Tyson Bajan, uh, tight end Brian Walker there as well. Uh, and this team mentality heading into this first game really seems like uh, – they're ready to go, and they're uh, they're going to be the first Division two game on on the schedule on the docket. They're five thirty kickoff Friday at Southern or Thursday at Southern Connecticut State, um, and Coach McCook giving us a position by position breakdown last night, Colin. Yeah, it's going to be cool being the uh, first Division two game to kick off on Thursday night of the entire season. So Shepard's definitely ready to go in that aspect, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, playing a regional team in Southern Connecticut State, how they are this year. Because as uh, we were told, they have a good quarterback, and you can't just look at last year's record for them because that quarterback got hurt, and he's returning this year. So will he be 100% though is the question. I still like Shepard in this matchup. I feel like the offense is still the best in the country, being led by Tyson Bajant and I think the guys around him in Brown Beach, Walker, and others will help him out tremendously. Yeah, I think Southern Connecticut State might be slightly improved from last season. Uh, you mentioned quarterback Jackson Ostrowski, uh, who returns this year as their starting quarterback, and uh, you know he's definitely a talented guy. Uh, in that first two, Shepard going on the road. They were road warriors a season ago. Their only road loss came in that game against Ferris State. So, uh, you know, they were a team that was able to go on the road and have success. And uh, Coach McCook started the season with a victory on the road last year on a Thursday night against Ohio Dominicans. So um, similar distance traveled for the Rams this time around. Uh, But you do look at it and – Southern Connecticut State was a team that struggled last year, even with Ostrowski in the lineup. So I would definitely give the edge to Shepard, but it's a brand-new season, brand-new team. Um, So you can't really just base everything off of last year. Uh, But you do like what the Rams have coming back. And Bajant, you know, Beach, Brown, the big three kind of offensively. B. Walk will throw him in there too with the quad Bs, I guess. I think uh, (laughs) Um, Cam Dorner also getting some time there as the true freshman out of Oakdale as he could be a deep threat uh, when needed and I think the the loss of Malachi Brown uh, the wide receiver really kind of anchored the him as a freshman being able to get any playing time this year yeah he could definitely see a role um, it's a pretty deep wide receiver core they have Meyer the transfer from NC State who could play a big role uh, they got Alfonso Foray a transfer from Lackawanna who I think could uh be a big-time receiver for them. Rodney Dorsey, who's been in the program for for a while. Uh, Towson transfer from a few years ago. So they got a lot of wide receivers. Obviously, Marlon Cook, who we've talked about on the show. And he looked good in the scrimmage. He did, yeah. He had that really nice back shoulder catch. Um, So the weapons are definitely there for Shepard offensively. I still have questions, though, about the Rams' defense, and it's a pretty young defense uh, this year. They lose, you know, their interior defensive linemen and Jawan Addison and Ricky Robinson, so they'll have to replace those guys. Matt Bardinsky, one of those guys that's going to step up, a local guy from Martinsburg. Uh, they still have their edge rushers, Malik Holloway and Kyle Smith, who could both get double-digit sacks this year. They have some pieces in the secondary in Ananio Pena. Uh, I think he's going to play a big role this year. Yeah, and he got more and more playing time as the year went on last year. Uh, they lose, though, their linebacker, their leader on defense, and Chris Lane. Uh, huge part there. So Kevin Kowser is going to have to play a big role, along with Dwayne Grantham, who is a Martinsburg grad as well, another Lackawanna transfer. Um, so that's kind of the overview of the Rams this season. I think it's uh, going to be a fun year on TV 10. And, you know, this first game against Southern Connecticut State, will show us a lot i think because they're kind of a team that's also has a lot of unknowns based off of last year 
and how they finished, but I think they're a well-coached team, and they'll be ready to go Thursday. They will be ready to go, and we'll have that again for you. TV 10, 5.30, kickoff, 5 p.m. pregame. Nick and Travis Smith. Uh, we'll do right now as we'll step aside for our final break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford, and Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more on their side of this break. We'll talk a little more WVU. Uh, see the official roster. Uh, the number for a local player. Didn't see it on their website roster, but we'll uh, talk about that and a little more about JT Daniels after this two-minute break or two in the sports mix. On Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, back in two minutes when we wrap things up. I see headlights. Made it down the coast in 17... 17- with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Mountaineer football lives here. Touchdown, West Virginia. He's intercepted by West Virginia's Dante Stills. He goes incomplete. Season starts Thursday, September 1st when WVU brawls with Pitt on the official radio home of Mountaineer football. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all-day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. Are you a local business here in the Eastern Panhandle trying to expand your customer base? Well, you've come to the right place because us here at Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 have many options for you. Our two daily shows garner two different audiences. From 8 to 10 a.m., it's the Eastern Panhandle Talk with Rob Mario. And from 12 to 1, it's the Sports Mix with Spencer, Nick, and Colin. In the evenings, we'll cover Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference sports as well as Shepherd sports. And on the weekends, we cover local events as well. Call us at 304-263-6586 to learn more about how our advertising packages can make your businesses boom. And tell them Spencer sent you. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your August 30th, 2022. Brought to you in part by the Marist Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices right here at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you as we wrap things up here. About four minutes left in today's show. Talk a little Mountaineers as you heard that promo there. We'll have the game for you. 7 p.m. kickoff, 4 p.m. Uh, pre-game show from the Mountaineer Sports Network slated for this Thursday on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. Uh, yesterday, the Neil Brown press conference. You heard the press conference show here on Talk Radio WRNR uh, from 1 to 2. That was a that was actually happened from 12 to 1, uh, but the news breaks yesterday during our show. JT Daniels named the starting quarterback. Whole depth chart comes out. Um, it'll go JT Daniels. The backup to him is Will Crowder, the redshirt freshman. Then the true freshman, Nico Martial, is the third string and the fourth string, Garrett Green, uh, which is interesting because Garrett Green has played in 13 games and between for West Virginia between those three other guys. They didn't redshirt Nico? You don't know yet, Colin. They don't determine. Well, you said the one was redshirted. That's why I. Yeah, because he was redshirted me. last year. Okay. Probably not. Or they might have redshirted them, but they... No, so they don't have to... The way that redshirts Because you can play now, those like four or five games or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but they're not the first four anymore. Correct. It's, you can play any time throughout yeah. the the year season, Correct. so they don't have to designate you until yeah. after the season. So they might end up doing they that, haven't but designated, if JT Daniels were to get injured... Yeah, I'm saying they haven't designated... What I'm saying is they've designated well, it, but they right don't now. have to designate uh, it like officially. No. Like, You're fine. Like the roster currently 
uh, their official roster has you know all the players on their team no matter what one of those players being uh, Martinsburg alum Hudson Clement he's wearing number 84 this year the it lists him as just a, a freshman because you don't have to list your red shirt until your year has actually been done it you have the idea you have it internally yeah but they don't have to actually come out and say hey you know he's just not playing this year He's redshirted, but he's not listed on the roster as a redshirt freshman because next year's designation will be redshirt freshman. That's what I've learned in college athletics at the Division One level. I need to start trash-talking more. It doesn't feel like the backyard brawl is two days away. I don't know. I'll trash-talk you right now. I know, because <laughs> you're being uh, two-faced and I'll saying trash- that you're going to pick uh, West Virginia on the show yesterday, but then you come in here saying that you're picking Pitt. Well, did I even pick them? Were we, was I yeah. even on the show when we were picking them? Not officially, not the pickums part. That is true. Uh, so who are you picking? It's got to be Pitt. They're ranked. West Virginia's got two. JT Daniels is he's he's earned the right to start, yes, but I don't know a thing about him in this West Virginia from new offense. I, I mean, mean, that's the same on the other side for Pitt. Yeah, but Pitt's obviously got the the pedigree of the of the ranking so far. Um, you know, it could. I just don't. It's. It's. I don't think it's going to be an upset. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Then prove me wrong. I'm wrong. But as a, as an analyst, my integrity as an analyst, I can't just tell you that West Virginia is going to win a game that they're not predicted to win. It'd be cool if they won, but I, I don't necessarily think that they're going to win. Colin staring Nick? at me like it's. Like I'm waiting gonna, for like you he's going to jump across the table. Nah, I'm waiting for me. hearing what you think. Well, Isn't that what the show's about? Yeah. You got 20 seconds. You could hold it off for tomorrow. It's true. Uh, JT <laughs> Daniels, three schools in four years. That's not usually a good track record for a quarterback, right? I mean, it's because he got hurt. No. No. They, does Georgia win that championship if Stinson Bennett isn't their quarterback? I mean, they were undefeated before it. Yeah, but I feel like they took a step up, right? They won the national championship, so I wouldn't disagree with that. But Give me the Panthers. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Tonight, 6 p.m., wow. you can tune in. Tonight, <laughs> 6 p.m., you can tune in to volleyball here on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube. For Dylan Bishop, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verslini, I'm Spencer Fleece saying so long.